0: Hey friends, this is Heather D, your host of Let's Circle Back, the podcast. Glad you could join me today as we talk about circling back to something great. we're gonna be circling back to the right side of the bed. And what I mean by that is, not just taking that statement for face value, but truly understanding what's happening while you sleep and what your body is going through as you awaken. So, we all know that our bodies are regenerating, creating new cells, and doing all kinds of internal work as we rest. But sleep deprivation is one of the primary causes of irritability, first thing in the morning. You wake up feeling groggy, and maybe you did get enough sleep, but your body and your mind is still exhausted. It's a thing. Getting up on the right side of the bed is a statement that I like to talk about, surprisingly, with my mom. I always tell her that as soon as you open your eyes, you have the chance to do something different, to impact someone's life, or impact your own life just by adjusting your attitude a little bit. Now don't get me wrong. I know things like the morning commute or your coffee order being wrong, the train was late, someone stepped on your shoe, someone cut you off in traffic, etc. All those things can hinder your day or your attitude in the morning on your way to work or school or wherever you're headed. But ultimately you are the only one that can control how you react to something that can either significantly make your day harder from the start, or set you up to say, you know what, I'm not going to allow this thing to crash my day. Which brings me to the meat and potatoes of what really gets us out of bed in the morning, or what keeps us in? Procrastination. So, when we want to get something done, something's on our brain, something has been nudging at us or our calendar reminders have been going off sometimes we ignore it sometimes we say we'll get back to it well you know i'll answer that email when i get around to it i'll text my mom back or i'll respond to that instagram message whatever the case may be sometimes when we put those things on the back burner we rely heavily on self-control to come back to it or just remember. And most of us cannot remember because our brains are so flooded and oversaturated with the everyday goings on of life in 2022. But if self-control is already something you struggle with, then you're starting from a deficit straight out of the gate. Our self-control is normally powered by our motivations To do things that we need to do and to get things done that we said or we planned we were going to get done. So not often do you want to just jump in and do things that seem tedious. I get it, but nonetheless, there are some barriers such as exhaustion or lack of energy And let's just cut to the chase. It's most likely anxiety. (laughs) I know, I know. It's the A word no one likes to acknowledge, but we all have it. I mean, let's get real. Approximately 19% of all Americans have a diagnosis of anxiety. And it's even higher for women. A little under 24% are living with anxiety. And this is only the data for people who have been professionally diagnosed. Just imagine all of the people and the friends and the family members that we encounter who you know live with and they exhibit some anxious behaviors, but they may not be diagnosed. So a lot more people deal with this big A word than some people like to lead on to, but it's okay because we have support systems that we try to put in place to keep us going. And not only for that, I know some people do not even acknowledge that they're struggling or living with anxiety, even when it shows up in their everyday lives, in our everyday lives. So since I'm here to inform, educate, and empower y'all, we're going to keep discussing ways in which we can combat procrastination and decrease anxiety, even if it's just a little bit. But I want to say this procrastination isn't all bad and I'll repeat procrastination isn't all bad now I know it's an odd thing to hear but giving yourself grace and the time to prepare whether it's mentally or emotionally hyping yourself up to finish tasks whatever your thing is it's okay to give yourself time the mere thought of something being too difficult or knowing something will take a lot of time and effort could cause some delay but if we and i do mean we because everything i talk about on here i've either gone through or i'm currently making my way through so don't fret but when i say we we can all create an environment that helps us be our best and if it doesn't happen immediately that's okay every day we're faced with decisions and sometimes we're on autopilot other times it's necessary for us to plan out what our day may look like in order for it to be as low stress as possible so I have some tips you can take bits and pieces you can take it with a grain of salt you can do whatever you want with these tips toss the rest use what's helpful doesn't matter to me I'm just putting it out in the air so it can hopefully help someone. Because a few of these steps have honestly helped me just in my everyday activities, work, school, friendships, etc. So first, take stock in your own capacity. And I'll repeat, it's important to take stock in your own capacity. And what I mean by that is to see if you actually have the bandwidth to get done the things that you know you need to get done or to approach situations that you know you have to face head-on but you've been avoiding. For example, if you have a big family event coming up and you already know your family is going to be asking you a million questions, when are you getting married? When are you finishing school? Who are you dating these days? Etc. If you know you don't have the emotional capacity to deal with that, Create an environment that allows the feelings of overwhelm to be minimal. And by that, I mean just don't go. How much more minimal can you get? (laughs) Call your mom, call uncle, whoever. Let them know you love them, but you're not going to be there, okay? Let them know you will not be there because you've taken stock in yourself And you actually realize that some things you just do not have to put yourself through for your own mental and emotional work. So realize between everything you may have going on, this particular thing is going to take a backseat and not cause you any additional feelings of anxiousness. Sometimes we just don't have the space and that's okay. if we're being real In today's climate, we very rarely have space to add on anything extra, especially if it's extra and it takes up time and effort and causes us stress and pain and anguish. You know what I mean? So second tip, make an effort to self-regulate some behaviors. And I'll explain. What I mean by regulating behaviors is postponing things unnecessarily. So, for example, I'm nine times out of ten going to be late somewhere. I know. My friends and my family can vouch for it. I'm going to be late. If Heather's going to do anything, she's going to be late. So, for many things, if you know something starts at seven, but you still plan on not getting dressed until 6 45, you have unnecessarily procrastinated and postponed something that you could very well have been prepared for. So again, regulating your behavior may look like you planning things ahead of time or creating a schedule that gives you buffer. Another self-regulating act could be knowing that you're gonna wake up early and go to the gym in the morning but you went to sleep late the night before. All of these things in this schedule of events could potentially derail your morning gym plans. So give yourself some buffer, give yourself some room, and give yourself space for error, just in case. And that's for your own security. That's for your own level of stress. And for many aspects in our lives, we need to decrease the stress at all causes because we all know additional stress affects us all over, externally, internally. It shows up on our skin through acne, stress lines. It shows up on our hair. You lose hair, your hair is thinning. Your scalp could go through some things if you're stressed too much. Your nails start to break off or you start picking up habits like biting your nails. Stress shows up everywhere. It could show up in unhealthy eating habits or compulsive thinking, you know. So decreasing stress in any capacity is just a good idea. And sometimes we really have to advocate for ourselves in a way in which may look selfish to the outside eye. But guess what? They're not the ones that are living your life for you. You're living your own life. And so a third tip, which is actually my last one, is to lower the barrier of entry. And what I mean by that is, lowering the barrier of entry into approaching your tasks or situations. So that could be a work project, a plan you made with friends that you may want to reniggle on. Something that you told mom you'd come over to the house and fix her water heater. Anything. Approaching those tasks by breaking down the bear, barrier of entry will help you. And you can really break it down into small pieces so that you don't get overwhelmed. Break each step down in whatever it is that you're doing so that within the journey, you can feel those small wins in between, you know? If you break something down, if you say, you know, I really have to put this bookshelf together. I went to Ikea, spent up all my money. I bought this bookshelf and it's been sitting in my garage for three months. Don't think about the bookshelf as it's gonna take me hours, I need a hammer, et cetera, et cetera. Just think about if I open the box only thing I need to do first is read the directions. That's a small piece. You have now broken down that larger task into something more approachable, something that can be easily handled. You opened the box, you unwrapped the plastic, you took the directions out and you sat down and read them. That's a big step. And then from there, you can move on, separating the pieces drawer by drawer and eventually You'll have a finished cabinet or a finished bookshelf, whatever it is. So those small wins in between give you those feelings of, of gratification, which honestly, we get so many negative triggers during the day. Providing some small wins for yourself will really boost your, just your self-efficacy, your attitude, It may even produce some, you know, happy hormones and you're just kind of floating through the day. Whatever works. But again, that goes back to creating those habits and creating those behaviors of self-regulating yourself even when you're approaching different tasks. So again, remember to create the small wins so that you can celebrate yourself because who doesn't want to party? Give yourself a party just for getting out of bed. Give yourself a party for making it out of bed and saying, you know what? I'm not going to get back in the bed. I'm actually going to get dressed and go to where I need to go and I'm going to be on time. That right there is self-regulating behavior that can then lead to continued behaviors where you have just created an environment for yourself that, will really decrease the possibility of you postponing. It'll decrease the possibility of you procrastinating because you've what? You've broken down your tasks, you've regulated your behavior, and you've given yourself a party. You've celebrated the small wins of the habits that you've created. And that feeling of accomplishment when you complete something You know, it really builds to the things that you accomplish throughout the day, whether it's opening an email and responding to it immediately or just navigating through your calendar and color coding things, or making things a a priority, seeing what projects you need to finish first. And I know on a larger scale, you're going to do what you want to do, but. If it's changing your eating habits, you know, start slow. No need to throw everything in your fridge and your pantry away and go cold turkey. Unless that's the way that you approach things. Going cold turkey works for some people, whether they're smoking or exercising, etc. But honestly, if you're someone who has some issues with procrastination or just issues in starting anything, I would say ease into it ease into it slowly guide yourself into it you know if you bring it back to waking up in the morning going to the gym or starting healthy eating don't wake up with the mindset that I'm gonna go to the gym I'm gonna work out for two hours I'm gonna do an hour of cardio I'm gonna lift weights just make a small goal of waking up and putting your gym clothes on after you get that far get in the car make your playlist while you're in the parking lot of the gym so that you're prepared and you don't have to waste time. And you go in there and you say, you know what, if I can finish 15 minutes of cardio, then I've at least started. And once you get the ball rolling, your body will continue to understand those habits and pick up those things. So another example, let's say you're studying. Break up your concentration time into 30 minute intervals. You know, read something, understand it, comprehend it. And every 30 minutes, you take a break. So you read something or let's say you're writing a thesis. You write for 30 minutes, you break for 10. You start writing for another 30 minutes, you break for 10. You're allowing your brain to process what you've just done. You're allowing your body to lose tension, to not be so tight and tense. When you give yourself time and space to get things done, it decreases so many things that you do not need added to your life because we all have external stressors just by waking up and looking at our phones. There's a million and one bad things happening every day So why let something that you created cause you more stress? So again, creating an environment where you're not getting in your own way is something great. And I know we all struggle with it, but it's vital in order for us to maneuver through this life with an inkling of happiness, just an inkling. And being prepared decreases stress, And honestly, it increases our overall wellness. So I hope some of these tips helped you with understanding why we procrastinate, what we can do to decrease procrastination, and honestly, what'll be good for our self-esteem? How are we feeling about ourselves when we wake up? When we wake up on the right side of the bed or the wrong side of the bed? or the left side of the bed, whatever you call it, just make sure when you wake up, you're putting yourself first and you understand that all of your actions have consequences. And if you create healthy habits, if you restructure some of the things that cause you stress, you will eventually start to fall into those good habits. And really, regulating your behavior is something so important. And I know a lot of us, including myself, we struggle with it. We're so used to just being on all the time. We're on go. We're answering text messages. We're trying to respond to friends, trying to drink enough water, trying to be on time for work, trying to hand in that project on time, trying to finish an assignment, trying to meal prep, trying to go to the gym, trying to upload Instagram posts. It's so much And I get it, but that's what we're here for. We came for the vents and we got some sense too. So, you know, do what you can, do what you have the capacity to do. And that's important. I know a lot of people try to push the, create this calendar and get this journal. All that sounds like to me is adding an extra step and me trying to get done stuff that I already don't have time for. So you don't need 100 sticky notes. You don't need a fancy journal or calendar to write down what you wanna do. If that helps you, perfect. I mean, I love stationery. don't get me wrong. But if writing things down and creating a plan that you can see and feel, if that's something that helps you, do it by all means. But if you're a person that gets overwhelmed even by the thought of writing something down, creating a plan or a budget or a routine, then don't do it. Just tell yourself, this is what's gonna happen as soon as I wake up. When I wake up on that correct side or that right side of the bed, I'm going to do this. Or for five minutes, I'm gonna wake up and not do anything. I'm just gonna lay in the quiet I'm gonna lay in the bed and before my feet hit the floor, I'm gonna make my mind up to make this the best day that I possibly can. Let's circle back. The podcast is a safe space for learning, laughing, growing and an opportunity for me to share my journey, and hopefully it sparks you to explore how you show up in your own life. Please subscribe, comment, and share. I'm so happy you listened today. Join me next week as we circle back to something great. I hope you're safe, and until next time, take care of yourself.